This is the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Well, howdy, 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 friends. You are listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour, and I am calling on my posse to mount up and ride. We have two serious issues at the U.S. Senate right now that I'm asking you to help us out with. Go to centennialaction.com, centennialaction.com. Help us defend marriage, and what may happen is the unleashing of the federal government against Christians and creating a whole series of Jack Phillip like issues. He's the baker in Colorado that was drug all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court, eventually won there for just practicing his own faith in his business. Federal government wants to permanently redefine marriage and set up a system where Christians could be really punished for holding to biblical values. So go to centennialaction.com and sign a petition there. And also, the U.S. Senate is taking up the idea of commercializing marijuana nationally which would take all the problems we have in Colorado and force them upon states like Kansas and Nebraska and everybody else that doesn't have anything to do with it after seeing what happened to Colorado. So uh, go to centennialaction.com, be a part of the Frontier Freedom Posse, mount your horses, and let's send a message to the U.S. Senate in studio, the Don himself. Don, sweet, quick mind sweeting, the chancellor at Colorado Christian University. Stop it. Ex-Oxford <laughs> educated. <laughs> we got to come up with a good Western name for you. But we're talking about Western civilization today. Why is Western civilization so important? Why do we value this, President Sweet? Well, Chancellor Sweet? Two big reasons. One, it's our history. Uh, and we need to know where we came from. I think it was Cicero who said, not to know what took place before you were born is to remain forever a child. So that's, that's really important. Uh, but beyond that, because of the richness and the blessings that have come to us through Western civilization. And you say, well, well what are they? Um, there are many, and I'll just I'll tick off a few. Monotheism, that there is not many gods, but one God and one moral law over all. The de-deification of the state. The state is not God. I mean, that was, that was one of the great Hebrew contributions. Pharaoh is not God. Pharaoh is accountable to God. Um, and uh, that's a, such a relevant idea. Um, the rule of law, that it's unchanging, and even kings are subject to the rule of law. Constitutionalism, you know, limited, limited government, that we're all bound by a constitution. Human dignity. Now, Western civilization argued for this universal concept of, of human dignity that all persons, regardless of birth or place, have, have dignity. There aren't superhumans and there aren't subhumans. And women matter, slaves matter, children matter. Um, that's a Western idea. Uh, respect for property, political and economic freedom, the elevation of reason so that we can look at things objectively and do science, and a worldview for scientific inquiry, um, where the world was de-deified. You know, when, when everything was filled with spirits, you didn't tamper with it. But if, if it's not filled with spirits, and it's given to you by God to, for, for, for your use um, and blessing and stewardship, then you can explore it. Um, we have the best educational system of, of all time. You think of the high art. I mean, everything uh, that just lifts your, your soul from whether you're looking at Michelangelo's work or Mozart's symphonies or uh, Justinian's um, uh, Code of Law, 
And, and uh, I mean, so many, so many gifts. Extended lifespans, you know, started really in the Western world. Baseball, no, I'm, but uh, I'm going, going a little off track there. But, uh, but you get the point. These, these are amazing. These are some of the blessings that bind us together as a civilization. And that's why more people want into the Western civilization than want out of it. Mm. That's why they want to cross our borders and come in. And you don't see lines of people um, trying to get, get out of it. So, you know, what civilizations manifest these values more? And it's not to deny that other civilizations haven't given us amazing gifts and values, but they, there's been something really special about the, the Western world and Western civilization, and it represents one of the great chapters of human history. Is it all good? No, it's not. And I think that has to be said, too. We have to, we have to qualify our enthusiasm for our, our love for the West, just like we have to qualify our love, you know, our patriotism. I'm a patriot, but that doesn't mean I like everything that our country has done. Uh, so, so I think we have to be uh, careful to to qualify and say uh, a number of things. Uh, we don't have an unblemished record. We have some pretty rotten stuff in our record. Uh, there is the slavery uh, issue, but we weren't the only civilization to practice slavery, and that's important to just keep in mind. I mean, we have. Uh, given birth to some of the worst heresies in human history. You think, I mean, I think of Marxism and it's, uh, you know, the, the, the policies that led to the slaughter in China and, and the Soviet Union and, uh, and Cambodia and others. Uh, I, I think of the nihilism as a Western product. Mm -hmm. It's terrible. Um, uh, the spread of pornography and porno pornographic filth through the world. So there's a dark side to the West. We're not saying it's without de depravity, but we're, we're also saying that it has been a vehicle for good, and, it, and we want to appreciate the best and, and really take lessons from the worst because civilizations are dynamic. They can rise and they can fall. They can decline. And uh, if we continue on a road to depravity, uh, we, we will fizzle out just like every other. We're not exempt from those laws of history. We're accountable, actually, to the God of history. And, uh, you know, those people who talk about being on the right side of history, they, they, they've got it half right. We want to be on the right side of the God of history because so often history can go in dark directions and, uh, and that's not good. And everybody can be on that road. And it's a path that leads to destruction. I think one of the most important institutions that Western civilization upholds as critical is the family. This is why Centennial Institute and CCU take these issues so importantly, is that we've got to have strong families and limited government for notions to thrive, or nations to thrive. Uh, Jamie. You know, I was thinking about uh, the quote you just mentioned from Cicero. Um, a lot of this is also stemming from just a general rejection of wanting to study history. Um, not mm. only are we not wanting to learn about Western civilization, but generally no one wants to learn about history. A lot of my peers, I, I mean, even our student staff that come and work in our office, I was just talking to one of them about, she's thinking about changing her major from history to business. And I said, no, like history is so foundational to being able to correct the wrongs that are going on in society right now. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, like Cicero said, we are acting like petulant children. We are emotional. We are making decisions strictly based upon how we feel. And there's no understanding of what's gone wrong in the past. There's no understanding of what's gone right in the past that we should emulate. And 
I, I mean, I was thinking most recently, I just read this really great actual young adult fiction novel, I Must Betray You, which was all about the Romanian revolution and the overthrow of communism. If any of my peers would actually read that and they'd see, oh my gosh, there are so many similarities that have crept into our society today. And these are, this is what people were fighting just a few decades ago against. Mm-hmm. And it's just this overall rejection of, I don't even want to know what's happened in the past because I know we're at this morally superior time in history. So why we, why do we need to look and back? And then you're so vulnerable to the things that destroyed people exactly. in the past, right? Exactly. Yeah, that, that, is, that is absolutely true. Um, I, you know, I always start with the fifth commandment, honor your father and mother. That's a reason mm-hmm. to study history. Mm-hmm. But honor those who became, came before us. Uh, and, and there's something to learn from them. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Christianity is a historical re- reason, but it's not just for Christians. Uh, you, you, the lessons of the past, the themes of the past can, you know, w- we are tall today because we sit on the shoulders of others who came before us. If there's Western civilization, there must be Eastern civilization. There must be other civilizations. What are the other civilizations out there? And what did they get right? And what did they get wrong? Well, that could be another whole program. But yeah. I, I, I just want to say again, we teach global studies at CCU. We teach. There's great value in studying Russian history, Chinese history, African history. Uh, there's so much to learn from them. And that should be part of a university education as well. And I want to add one other point, too. And, and that is that... Uh, Christianity is not bound to the West. Um, You could say it's Mm. not even Western. It wasn't born in Europe. It was born in the Middle East. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, it is thriving in the global South. It is not bound. And if the West keeps, you know, reject, sawing off the limb that it's sitting on, God will raise up new civilizations in other parts of the world who have uh, locked themselves into sources of life that used to be the sources for the, the Western world. I think critical to Western civilizations is this notion of natural law, that there is an order set up to this world that it seems like our generation here in the United States is wanting to specifically reject. Mm-hmm. There is no order out there, that it is just kind of everything that you want to do. And this has led to lectures that you've hosted for our faculty on the importance of natural law mm-hmm. in light of Western civilization as well and in light of the teachings of the Bible. So it's all together. Yeah. And uh, tell us just briefly, we've got about one minute, uh, on the notion of natural law as relevant to Western civilization. Well, just natural law reminds us there is a law that we're accountable to. Ultimately, it's God's law and the, and the way he's built things into nature uh, that if if you don't uh, heed it, it will come back and, uh, you know, hit you in the face because it's reality and you have to deal with reality. So, and, and I think um, uh, the opposite of that is what the Bible says, everybody does what is right in their own mm. eyes. Everybody defines reality. And that's a recipe for chaos and destruction. It is not the way of life. That's exactly right. Uh, We're talking with the new chancellor at Colorado Christian University, Dr. Donald Sweeting, just finished his tenure, six years, as president of CCU, now moving into a new position that allows him to do exactly what he's doing here. He gets a chance to be a brilliant thought leader for our nation, guiding uh, all these types of conversations and providing that, that brilliance that that our country so desperately needs uh you're listening to the frontier freedom hour when we come back we're going to be talking about uh, some of the programs that chancellor sweden has implemented at ccu and how you could even be a part of them so stick around you're listening to the frontier freedom hour 
sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University.